Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Bobo and Flex show. My name is Bobo and I am your host and I'm with the beautiful Flex coming at you from two sides of the world, Sydney and New York. Today we're here, we wanted to drag you today. We wanted to literally come out with knives and attack every single one of you. Um, Why is this? Yesterday I was with Anissa, shout out to Anissa, we're doing a book club. By the way guys, if you are not in the Bobo and Flex Facebook group, I just don't even know what you're doing with your life. We have now started a Bobo and Flex book club because we're international intellectual hoes that are trying to level up. Shout out to Anissa. And yesterday I was with Anissa. Um, <clears throat> I was with her good friend. I don't know if y'all even want me to like say your names on air. So I don't even know. And they were saying like, do you guys practice what you preach? Like they were asking me like, do you guys practice what you preach? Because we just sort of see you as like these enlightened hoes who've just got everything figured out. And I was like, oh my god, no. I hope you guys all know that we're just as messy as everyone else. And so today we want to have an episode on dumb bitch decisions. Because we're all out here making dumb bitch decisions. And Flex and I today have asked everyone on our Instagram stories to share some of the dumb bitch moves to share some of the dumb bitch juice that you've been drinking so we can all drag you collectively because some of these things don't come across as dumb until you've done it so I just feel like we need to just all have a conversation we need to sit you down and have a conversation and drag just drag the hair follicles out your scalp so I hope you're sitting with your popcorn I hope you're ready Flex where do we do actually you know where I want us to begin I want us to discuss why so many of you hoes are emptying your bank accounts for men who don't have bed frames. You are spending your entire allowance, your entire salary on men with dirty fingernails. And I've asked someone here, what are some of the, let me, let me go through my list. Let me go through my list real quick. Someone here said, I stole money from my parents for a boy who definitely still had dirty fingernails. I was 18. Wow. Oh, I just. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. <laughs> why are we spending, why are we even spending money on boys with dirty fingernails? 
I'm tricky about that generally though because I'm also not in the camp of take money from men for reparations. Yes. But I also don't believe you should be spending frivolously on men either, especially as a tool for connection. That's a murky, murky territory. And I know people do that often because it's so easy to give money to people that you like or love or care about or want to get to know further. But come on, like that is just a lesson that I'm, I, I thought we had all learned by now. Right? Like, somebody said something similar. <laughs> this person said they racked up a 1500 pound worth of agreed debt despite him refusing to call me his girlfriend or commit to me. I'm crying. After two years, he left me saying we were never together. And this hurts me on a few levels because, again, it's the racking up the debt and the money, investing and investing and investing in something or someone, hoping that that fiscal investment will transition into love. It's dangerous. It's like, it doesn't add up. Like, it, you know, like money does not equal love. Love does not equal money. It's it's wild. And then also, it's like, it's almost like a subtle manipulation in, in in some form because you are you know, luring somebody in with the promise of, you know, looking after them or giving them money or however you want to look at it. And then also being offended or taken aback when they don't translate your donations as romance. Like, (laughs) if somebody's out here being like, Boba, let me pay for you, let me pay for you, let me pay for you, and then being like, okay, you're my girlfriend. You'd be like, um, I was just taking a gift. (laughs) (laughs) I was just... No, because there's also someone here who said she literally bailed this guy out of jail only for him to leave her for another bitch. And it's like, guys, we need to understand that romance is not an investment for your money. You know what I mean? Like, at the time when you're bailing someone out of jail... That nigga needs to be your baby daddy. Like, at that point, it can't just be... You can't spend money in the hopes of getting a return. You know, you can't manipulate someone into loving you. You can't coerce someone into loving you. Like, love is just one of those things. Like, it's either there or it's not. And if it's not, you just need to leave it alone. Like, you just need to accept what it is. It's tricky, though. I feel like I would you know allow permission or you know encourage someone to be a dumb bitch in a relationship in so many other ways than giving somebody money Mm. because it's almost like money is one of those um those tools or yeah that have so many like stigmas and preconceived ideas about how they it should be used and yet the guidelines are so murky money is like girl code of the world (laughs) it's like everybody everybody has this like you know subtle idea of how it should move and work and how it should be appreciated but it's just not the case and holding that over somebody's head after the fact like it's one thing if you say i'm buying your affection like an arrangement or an agreement between two people it's you know it's verbal it's said it from the get-go it's the foundation of the relationship go for it but if you're doing some low-key low-key i just care about this person i'm gonna pay my way into their life even though if even if that's not what you might feel like you're doing because i know a lot of people like to give freely and then all of a sudden when you know their affection isn't reciprocal then they start taking back yeah but you know do what you like except give you know your non-booze money (laughs) except forgive your non-booze money at what point would you say it's okay to start managing your finances with a partner like at what point is it 
you know, does it make sense for you to start showering your partner with gifts or like, yeah, like giving them financial support? I'm all good with gifts, but financial support is one other thing. I feel like that's where it gets tricky. Like, am I really bailing someone out of jail? Like, am I really like loaning someone $10,000? You know? What do you think? I don't know. I really feel like there needs to be like a level of commitment then that runs deeper than boyfriend and girlfriend. Because even boyfriend and girlfriend isn't not not to say that like marriage is the paragon of commitment and loyalty or whatever it is, but I feel like there needs to have been more of a like abstract investment before you start investing money into your relationship. And I'm also a hypocrite when I say this because if a guy asks me out, I expect him to pay on the first date. So mm-hmm. I expect him to be investing from day one that I'm not going to start investing until like month six. And you know what? Like, that's just what it is. And I'm just problematic for that. But I've just established that like, this is what it's going to be. You wild for that one, Boba, because you were the same her that said... If you go into a relationship and you, you only put in what you get out and you're coming in with no coins expecting that these broke men won't follow you. Absolutely. <laughs> she tried it. She's like, actually, I'm not investing anything into this relationship, but the way it's set up in my... <laughs> no, it's not that I'm not investing anything. I'm not investing my money until we're together. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not splitting bills until, like, we are dating and not just you are courting me, you know? Oh, that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. See, <laughs> this is where we start to, like, separate slightly. Because I, I think we share the same thought process, but different um, tactics. Mm. So similarly, I would prefer to pay my own way or to not owe somebody anything. Yeah. So in that interaction, I'm happy to pay for myself or pay for the other person. If that means that now we're on just an, a neutral playing ground. Because oh, my concern with somebody paying for me is what always happens when people pay for you is that it comes or not people sorry in my instance when men in romantic situations have paid for me before they're my boyfriend is that it comes up oh but i bought you this oh but oh if you didn't want to be with me why did you take so and so i just don't need that and so when i want to cut ties i want to know that there's no there's nothing that attaches you to me in that way and honestly i'm not funny about money i like to spend money so it's nothing on me to be like i'm gonna i'm gonna catch that drink for you like let me grab that meal it's not a big deal but if money was a bigger deal, I can understand why you'd be like, oh, I just invested 20 bucks. That's, you know, somebody's hourly wage or yeah. not two hours of somebody's wage. Yeah. I mean, I'm at the point with my boyfriend now where like if we go out, sometimes I'm like, I'll pay for it or whatever the case is or like, I'll get this, you know. Bobo after 10 years of marriage. Yeah. I'll, I'll get but this you one. know what I mean? <laughs> it's been 10 years of marriage. <laughs> We're like at the point now where we're pretty much like we're just in it for the long run like we're like we're in this bitch but i also feel like it's less to do with gender and more to do with who's courting who and the way my life is oh my god wait did we even wait go back because i think i didn't hear you answer that bit at what point is it okay in a relationship to start like joining your fucking finances oh yeah no we didn't Wow, join joining finances. I f- see. I'm the type of bitch like I'm not even trying to live with my partner. You know what I mean. So joining finances is wild. But the only reason I'm not trying to live with my partner is because 
I just think that's the, mo- the most conducive way to maintain serenity, harmony, and peace. Given that I am a germaphobe, given that I'm bougie, given that I'm a neat freak, I'm a clean freak, and I like things the way that I li- like. I like my space to be a very specific way. Um, I think I don't see myself ever, honestly, joining finances with someone else only because, like, I guess maybe if we're buying a house together, but just like for day-to-day things, like let's just have one joint bank account just for funsies. I can't imagine why I would ever do that. Like, <laughs> I mean, what do you... Th- I also think like I want to avoid conflict as much as humanly possible. And I yeah. just think money is the root of so many relationship issues unnecessarily. I just think like a lot of relationship issues could be solved by just not conforming to social norms that are just arbitrary. I know a lot of couples where the guy is an extrovert and the girl is an introvert or vice versa. And because they live together, it's just so much conflict because the guy wants to entertain people all the time and the girl just wants the house to be quiet. And it's like, you wouldn't have to deal with these issues if you guys just had your own separate, you know what I mean? And then just things like men are just really gross and disgusting and they just pee on toilet seats. They're just very like they just it's just wild. And I just think so many issues could be solved by not having to deal with them in the first place. And it's also like a lot of people, most people aren't they don't grow up with financial literacy. And I'm really lucky in that I grew up in a very like entrepreneurial family and like my mother's an entrepreneur you know and so I grew up with really good financial literacy like just a really good understanding of not just like how to save money but how to multiply whatever you know like how to invest in yourself and I just would be annoyed knowing that I've diversified my financial portfolio and this guy's gonna come in and fuck it up nah Mm -hmm. There's, there's too many nuances. There's like a very slim margin. There's a very slim chance that I would want to share my finances with someone without me ending their life, you know? <laughs> like, how do you feel? Because <laughs> yeah, I know I you also want to get... similar. Yeah, I'm you also want I'm not funny about kids. spoiling people. I'll happily pay for your shit, buy you shit. I mean... No, I'm not going to happily do it, but I, I'm not going <laughs> to feel some kind of... <laughs> Catch me act like I'm an empath. I'm an actual. No, I'm not going to happily do it, but I don't feel some kind of way to just, you know, catch a bill or to buy somebody something or to shout somebody something. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But I don't want somebody to also feel as though they have ownership of any of my things. Mm. Not me, not my money, <laughs> not my life. Uh, um, so for somebody to like be dipping for us to be dipping into the same pot I can't imagine how that works maybe that's because I was gr- brought up in the, like a single parent home so I don't really understand how men are supposed to contribute <laughs> so it's, I was born in an African home so I don't understand how men are supposed to contribute like what do they do besides eat food and honestly like take make up sure space popping, so yeah. I don't really understand why it's some man has to like be dipping into my pocket. I also I don't understand what... <laughs> that concept. 
like even in my like my parents like my mom <clears throat> wears the pants like she's the mm. one who brings in the bacon i can't imagine not being that and in all of my relationships i'm always the one who's just more like organized who I'm like makes all the pa- <laughs> yeah like i make all the plans and i just expect that that's going to be the case and nigga you're going to deal with it Mm. similarly though it's not just about somebody else dipping into like a, a pocket of cash or whatever it's more so someone else dictating what i could do with what would mostly be my money probably that's i mean unless i'm marrying a rich man who's giving me an allowance i just don't understand how we both gotta make decisions on this pool of money if it's not completely necessary right. like you said a house i get maybe a car that makes sense but for the day-to-days like you know when you hear these stories of um people saying oh i can't buy that because my partner would get upset at me or you'd be like oh a concept is it what whose money is mean? that <laughs> really really whose money is that would you say it's a dumb bitch decision to be in a relationship with someone who is employed and be dependent on them financially while you are unemployed uh that's entrepreneurship <laughs> <laughs> I am screaming. I am screaming. I am actually crying. She said that's entrepreneurship. I mean, do you know what? Let me not play like I enjoy working. I have fun jobs. Yeah. But if somebody was going to, to pay my way in life, but do you I'd trust that, that though? I just don't it's, trust It's niggas. a dumb bitch decision in terms of like <laughs> expecting that anybody will be there for you long term, will have your best interests at heart for the rest of your life is a scary place to be. Right. They didn't say not to do your own side hustle, <laughs> you know, work up a few, you know, get an ING interest savings account. A you lot know, of women are watch doing that, that though. Like, yeah. Yeah, look. I mean, I don't think. Dumb bitch, you know, this, foundationally, I think it, if it has dumb bitch intentions, then it's a dumb bitch decision. Ooh, However, if it's if it's foundationally like entrepreneurship, you know, Forbes thirty under thirty energy, then I can I can respect it. Yeah, that might not be me. You know, if if someone's gonna keep me, I need to know like what your bloodlines, bank statements looking like. You know, like right. who's your guarantor? Right. You know who's sponsoring this? If it's just you, you got that quick app money. You know, apps could go down in a few years, baby. That's you know. <laughs> I feel the same way and like just want to touch on sugar daddy sugar baby dynamics just real quick because I feel like you know in this whole like we're all feminists now we're all on Twitter and like it's just you know like feminist Twitter really supports being a sugar baby and like getting your coin sis however I feel like a lot of people see that narrative and they see the black China they see all these stories and they go in just for any old crusty nigga who has money and they just depend on him financially without a plan and it's like you just cannot be out in these streets trusting any old guy to support you long term even to support you until next week because the nature of pussy is that it's very replaceable you need to know that like I'm going to get my coin from this guy and I'm going to invest this coin in something else so that I'm not dependent on him long term. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like if you're ever going to depend on... In the same way you need to facilitate your own nut, you need to facilitate your own coin because you cannot be depending on coin from any old person who can... We're all just replaceable. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
don't even be dependent. Isn't the same logic as just having a job? Like, you're depending on somebody to give you coin. Facts. Maybe that job is to be a partner and a good one at that. And there's a fee. I mean, like, having a, a quote-unquote real job is as volatile and unstable as having a relationship in a lot of industries, you know what I mean? Redundancy's out the ass for a lot of people. I feel it. Like, if I could just be cute and be married and just be, like, getting money and not have to worry about a bill ever, like, of course I would do that. Who's not trying to do that? But, mm. like, realistically, who actually trusts men that much? I mean... I'm all about unconventional forms of independence. And maybe, you know, fiscal independence isn't the height of independence. Maybe it's emotional independence. Mm. And these hoes just know. You know? Maybe that's like self-actualization. Know that you don't have to work for your own money to be independent. Interesting. That's an interesting concept. Somebody else can tell us. I'm sure there's somebody out there who's got like a really nuanced, considered argument as to why yeah um having an agreement is the height of <clears throat> entrepreneurship although you know what I it could be transactional piece. in the sense that mm-hmm. like you're yeah. providing it doesn't even need to be a like service. yeah it doesn't even need to just be like pussy it could be like you are literally the mother of my children you are taking care of this household and in return i'll bring back the bacon and mm-hmm. in that way they're both interdependent But I guess I'm really referring mostly to dynamics where there's a power imbalance because a lot of times what happens is that a woman is just dependent on a guy for finances and that guy isn't really dependent on her for anything. And in that case, I feel like it gets tricky because now there's a power imbalance that puts you in a vulnerable position. Like jobs, of course, we're all replaceable, whether or not you're an entrepreneur because these markets are wild. Jobs, of course, you're replaceable, but in a like boss employee, employer employee dynamic, you're both interdependent, and like your boss needs you as much as you need that nigga. So I, it just comes down to like make sure that your transactions are are just balanced. I think balance is a myth. <gasps> Talk about <laughs> it. Let's get into <laughs> it. <laughs> I just I th- if you look at life generally, I don't know anywhere or in any form in which balance has been 50-50. Life just isn't made that way. You know what I mean? Like work-life balance, like emotional labor balance. Oh my God, my boyfriend was telling me this the other day. Strength balance. Things just are imbalanced for, for life. So when people aspire for balance, I think that puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on a dynamic because it's never gonna feel that way. How we quantify and qualify our experiences um, are always going to be different based on our lived experience and based on how we consume and digest and interpret these things. Mm. So telling someone like, you know, aim for balance. is like, what's, how, you know, how do you quantify somebody's output? How do you quantify somebody's intention? You know, you can't do these things. Um, But try, try as you might. (laughs) I just know my life got easier when I was like, nothing is balanced and to aspire for it would only be causing me more problems. So like put in what you're happy to put in and then you get out what you're happy to get out and then the rest is not up to you. Actually, my boyfriend was telling me this. The other day I asked him, do you think our relationship is balanced? And he was like, of course it's not. Like, why would it ever? Like, what? <laughs> you tried it. And I know. That's and a trap. I nearly beat That's him. But then he was like, no, but like what in life, like what in nature is balanced? And I was like, okay, no, you you make a you make a valid argument. Um, and you while slash I do, I'm Bobo's boyfriend. 
<laughs> We're so gonna actually, nap like, episode 100. I know. Um, Flex and I are dating, and <laughs> she's That's actually not in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> she's over here sucking my toes as we speak. So. I can't wait to announce <laughs> literally <laughs> that we actually have a child. Oh. You're all invited to our wedding. Oh, I'm not raising that child though. I don't have time for oh. that. Honestly, neither. Let's start for that. <laughs> All of you listening will raise our child. Um, but yeah, I do agree with both of you in that actually there is no such thing as balance. But I do think we all should aspire for it. In the same way that like, like there'll never be equality in the world. There'll never be justice. There'll never be any, any of the things that we're all fighting for. Like we'll never actually achieve them. But the fulfillment comes in the pursuit of of equality of like justice but not in the attachment to the outcome so i'm with you on that amen amen on to the next dumb bitch decision dumb bitch decision um there was this really good one that i'm like is that a dumb bitch decision or hold on one second i just had it okay Mm. This dumb bitch decision um, is I pretended I didn't discover my boyfriend cheating so I wouldn't have to move house. Let's talk about this. Do you believe that honesty is the best policy? No. Same. What is (laughs) (laughs) We're trash. But... Honestly, it's a really good policy. Yeah. Is it the best one? Yeah. I don't know if it's the best one. That's how I feel. These imperatives need to stop. The best? In all circumstances? This is how I feel, right? Yeah. I don't like when people... Like, if you don't tell me things, it's different to when you hide things. Mm. Do you know? Like, one is consciously being omissive, like, deliberately withholding, and the other is circumstantial. So like I might not tell you that I don't have my that I have my period, but I'm not hiding it from you. Right. You see the difference. Right. So you know, mm-hmm, and also I think honesty is subjective as well because we're all up here just like making narratives in our head of what we think happens in certain situations, and after your brain holds onto this information, man, who knows what it does with it? Yeah. You start to see shit that's not even there. You start to believe stories that didn't happen. So what is honesty? If not just your subjective truth. Yeah. But you know what it also is? I think in this, there's a lot of women who get into this situation. And I think the, the anguish or the pain of the situation comes from the fact that they feel that they should be disappointed or they should be hurt. Because cheating mm-hmm. has been... Like, the narrative around cheating is that it's unethical, it's immoral, it's this and that. The reality is, for a lot of people, like, it's just not that deep. And so, there's just a lot of cognitive dissonance as far as, like, okay, I'm in this situation, like, my man is giving me everything that I need, but there's just this one thing, and it's that he cheats, which doesn't actually have an effect on our relationship. So, I know that I should be mad, but I'm not actually mad. And I know that if I tell people, they'll all force me to leave my relationship and then I'll feel like a dumb bitch. So I just think like a lot of times in these situations, there's just a lot of cognitive dissonance and it comes down to not expecting honesty from the other person, but like being honest with yourself. Like, can you live? Because also if your nigga's cheating on you now, he's going to cheat again. 
most likely. And if your nigga's cheating on you now, does that mean that he doesn't love you? No. Like, it's just really up to you to decide, like, can you live with the truth that you know? And if you can't, then you need to leave. Unless it doesn't serve you to leave. Like, there's so many nuances in this. Where it's like, there's really no right answer. There's just, like, whatever serves you in this moment. And if in this moment, like, being with a guy who's cheating on you and you, like, having a roof over your head, like, isn't that deep for you, then just do that. Like, don't let society shame you. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to get dragged for this opinion. But yeah, like, don't let society shame you into feeling the way you feel. How do you feel? I don't think it's unrealistic to feel upset when someone cheats on you. Yeah. I know and understand that it's symptomatic of a greater issue. But again, it goes back to withholding or like purposely, um, you know, like lying to someone. I think cheating often falls under that category. If somebody's in a position where they can cheat on you, it's a, it's a knowing thing. You right. know what I mean? Nobody accidentally cheats and it was like, oh, I didn't really notice. Absolutely. And I just forgot to mention it. So that's deliberate in a lot of sense. And I feel like that's where it's that deliberate... Um, What's that word I'm looking for? Um, Deliberate deception that's often more hurtful than, like, the actual penetration or, like, the Mm. texting or the emotional emotional terrorism. Um, In this case, though, I mean... I'm not... Like, when I read that first, I was like, I don't really think that's a dumb bitch decision because, you know, you are a victim of that situation. Man's really, like... He fucked your shit up, you know what I mean? You had a nice nice place to stay. You know, your spices were in the right place. You knew where your laundry detergent was. And now this how I had to go cheat on you. That's not your problem. Right. So I don't think that's a dumb bitch decision per se. But I do think that... um, not being accountable for the, like not that this is the, not that this is this person's experience but i can imagine that environment can get really hostile really quickly um and the dynamic can get really really toxic super quickly yeah so if you aren't accountable for what happens after knowing what you know about the situation exactly and you let it fester that's a dumb bitch decision exactly yeah that's exactly how i feel like you are not dumb for being in that situation so it's about it's up to you to be honest with how you feel with the knowledge that you have and like it's up to you to make your decision based off of that if you're gonna resent him and like just be yeah if you're gonna resent him and set his house on fire it's just not worth it but like this right here is like the height of like strong womanhood yeah just pretended she didn't discover him cheating it wasn't even like she was like oh you know like i'm gonna tell him and stay sis said you don't mind my business full-time can you <laughs> I imagine know where I stay. <laughs> but you know what so many women do this oh, i love I it feel like the majority of married women are in these streets just pretending mm. they don't know that their man's is cheating on them she said it's not my business yeah and they're just like you know what like it's and honestly i feel like for most women it's just they're just like you know what he gives me everything that i need Mm. and i'm in here for the money like i'm in here for security and stability and i'm getting that so like let me just pretend i don't know he's cheating and just leave it at that and i'm like you know what i'm not gonna shame you for making that decision do what you need to do if it was me i would set his house on fire but do Mm. what you need to do more power to you i'd love to hear more of that story yeah like how did it how did the relationship eventually burn out did you let him know did he tell you right on a quick side note before you get into that 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I was thinking about the concept of outing people and how generally we, we save that for, you know, disclosing somebody's sexuality when they don't want you to but like outing somebody who's cheating like could you imagine if you knew that you someone was cheating on their partner and you told their partner is that a form of outing is that like immoral (laughs) is that like a that's really that's just i want to like i'm just gonna footnote that and then we'll we'll discuss it at a later date yeah there's a lot of like ethical nuances in that yeah i think about i mean we've all been in that situation where like you know some tragic shit about your friend and you just have to wonder like is it my business or not to tell them mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's an interesting one i'm writing it down fear not everybody yeah <laughs> we're gonna discuss it um our next dumb bitch decision someone here in our facebook group says i quit my job today because my astrology app told me i was going to uh... I am screaming. <laughs> Honestly, I love this. Energy. I love my community. I love, I love this. Laura, I love you. Like, can we get married? Because I love you. And like astrology is life uh, though. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so when your co-star app tells you to divorce your husband, like that's what's happening. Is that what we're doing? I guess so. I guess that's I <laughs> Honestly, like How do you how do you feel about that, Bob? I want to hear. <laughs> like yes it is a dumb bitch decision but like i feel you fam like i get it i just think sometimes it's not that astrology tells us what's going to happen i just think it confirms or it affirms what we already want to do so if that was the push you needed to get out of a job that you already hate then more power to you fam more power to you I know a lot of us, like women, will meet a guy and immediately be like, what time were you born? When is your birthday? I don't give a fuck. Tell me everything. Mm. And I'm one of those people because I want to know, like, what's (laughs) happening in your charts. You know what I mean? Like, where is your Venus? Astrology is Where is your Venus? My Venus is in Taurus. Same, bitch. What? Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> I, this is why we're actually in a relationship. The dots just connect. <laughs> Honestly, Venus and Taurus is the most stable placement for a bitch in love. So you know yeah, what? Hope. Like we're destined for great things romantically. Um, Praise God! <laughs> but otherwise, you know, we're we're terrorists. Like my moon is in Aries, so I just know, Amen. like I'm an emotional terrorist. It is where where is your moon? In Aquarius, so not me, bitch. Wow. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> you really tried it. Like you really tried. <laughs> I'm role playing. <laughs> Look, I love this dumb bitch decision. I think it ranks quite highly in dumb bitch decisions. Same, I love um, it. Love the energy. It's it's probably like top three. 
And so if we were giving out awards, you would get maybe a bronze placement, which I think is a great achievement. Facts. Um, I, look, I'm in that, I'm like a, I told you I'm like a, a skeptic, spiritual spooky bitch. Like I want it all <laughs> to be true so bad, but I just know the power of my own mind and you can will things into existence like that. And so I, when I'm in times of like conflict, I like to avoid looking at alternative forms of spirituality like tarot and psychics and astrology mm. because I just know it'll, it'll push me over the edge. Like I definitely was swayed to break up with my ex after going to a psychic. I already wanted to do it but it was definitely a confirmation like you said a confirmation or affirmation that you're doing the right thing but also in a similar boat I've been I've like you know read my tarot been to a tarot person or a psychic or an astrologer or a clairvoyant and they've told me things that do not resonate but now my mind is racing on it you know what I mean right and it's like huh I've never thought like never considered that before but now I'm like I've adopted it as my own yeah so I'm very funny about that shit and I do I do think you need to be in a really good state of mind to really be um uh consuming that kind of media all the time it's very dangerous if you're abusing it I mean but good on you like, like, the world is ending. Like, you get out of that job. Yeah. Find something that fulfills you. But if you, if you, um, I was going to say, if, you, if you're if you broke, do something about it. But some people don't mind being broke, oh, mentally or spiritually. What do you mean? I've never Well, I'm a very money-oriented person. Like, I definitely, I will endure shit scenarios so I have enough money to sustain a certain type of lifestyle. So, I wouldn't quit a job um, that I didn't like because I didn't have because if the money was good, you know what I mean? Right, okay. Maybe now, that, but I don't know. It's tricky. Um, yeah, but I think that person wins. <laughs> you yeah, take I definitely the think, decision. yeah. Shout out to We Laura, do need to touch more on, on, on how you integrate spirituality into your life. Because I do think that a lot of us aren't speaking about the fact that how we interpret spirituality is up to interpretation. Yes. It's not just like one size fits all. And even when you're going to these people who have, you know, supernatural abilities, they'll often tell you what they're, what they're speaking to you is an interpretation of how they're seeing it. Mm. One psychic told me that I was going to have three kids by like 2021. And then somebody said, oh, no, you could be a mentor or you could have an oh, abortion. You, you know, like it's, it's not yeah. it's not all the same. So you must be really careful when you're interpreting these things. And also like yeah Mm -mm. that is true that is true i've seen i mean i've seen two tarot card readers in my life and like a common theme was like wealth and fortune and i also but then i'm just like i'm sure they tell that to everyone like Mm -hmm. yeah like yeah cold reading yeah like why would they not tell me that i'm gonna be a rich bitch you know what i mean um but then there was Or, or why wouldn't they tell you to keep it why wouldn't they be extremely ambiguous so you read between the lines yeah mm-hmm. but yeah everyone knows cold reading is a thing so it's kind of like a, an illusion technique used by like psychics and like mediums tarot people often um to imply that they know more about you than they actually do mm. so they might say you know bobo i can tell that you're somebody who works really really hard and you always feel like you're putting in your best efforts but it's never being appreciated and you just want someone to see you and validate you but that time is coming don't even worry and you'd be like yeah fuck yeah that's so right yeah so and it could be right but i'm sure most of the world resonates exactly with that like who's gonna be like no actually i'm a lazy ass whore but mm. i yeah like no one but then on the, and on, on another hand, as much as like this vague shit, like I see so much fortune and money in your life. 
there's yeah. also just like shit that's specific like I see you hosting your own talk show and that was so mm. specific for two tarot card readers to tell me so it's really yeah similarly to you I'm somewhat skeptical um, but I'm also just like fuck like that was a read mm-hmm. yeah so it's just yeah it's wild and I had a when I used to live yeah, in LA. Yeah, it's almost like you need to receive what applies and then rebuke what doesn't. <laughs> Basically. I used to live in LA and I went to this tarot card reader and she was like, you're going to move to New York and then you're going to work in fashion. And soon after you get there, you're going to meet this guy and you're going to think he's the love of your life, but it's actually not going to be. And all of that happened in that order. And I mm. just, it's just, yeah, it's really, it's wild. I mean, I would encourage everyone to do the things like go see a tarot card reader like go to a mosque like go meditate do all the spiritual spooky things and just see but what keep resonates. your wits about you host. keep, your, keep wits your wits about, about you because i've seen some people deteriorate once i was like sucking on that like psychic spiritual tarot juice yeah. and i was telling like, a lot of me and my friends a lot of my friends and i sorry we were like hooked kept going to the same guy kept exchanging stories kept trying to recruit people to go to him fucking multi-level marketing man like but with no perks and um right. once we kind of settled down and and you know developed some more reason the people that we left behind stuck in that you know never-ending cycle of you know confusion validation clarity confusion validation clarity it was dangerous i'm like i'm not that's it was a gateway drug and i was like oh i was a pusher i'm not doing that shit anymore wow. gotta mind my own spiritual business yeah and they do say, like, don't go to a tarot card reader, like, more than once a, once a year. Yeah, you, there's no need. There's like, no you, need. Unless you're, you're doing, going for a general reading about now. But if it's future-oriented stuff, you're going to send yourself into a, a fucking yeah. tizzy. Like, only go when you're in a good state of mind. Yeah, but don't do it for extreme clarity. Do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's our wisdom on that today. What is our next dumb bitch? Dis- <gasps> you know what I want to talk about? Tell me, bitch. Raw sex. So <laughs> many of you whores mm-hmm. are out here just mm-hmm. having raw sex. Raw dogging it. Just raw dog. As if, wow, mm. wow. Uh-huh. You will end <laughs> up in McDonald's. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Bo is going to speak to our kids. Don't tell my baby. That is actually how I'm going to raise them. So someone here said her dumb bitch decision was insisting on not using a condom with someone I barely know and then contracting genital herpes. Oh, insisting. You insisted on raw... Why? You know they're really good condoms. Like... Skin literally actually mm-hmm. feels like skin. Like skin. go you skin. Durex pops off too. It will Trojan is trash. But it literally yeah, feels like mm. plastic. It, There's one that smells like latex gloves. It's it's Trojan. Oh. Yeah, Trojan has a smell. So but you know what? Like you don't have to keep doing this to yourself. Like if you enjoy the whole life, like if you're having a hot girl summer, like if that's the shit you're on go use skin condoms because why get chlamydia 
And like this is not to shame anyone with STIs. Like shit is real. But if you know you can prevent it, like just take the measures. Like it's you know? But it's also not that. Like do you wanna end up out in these streets like with a child for no reason? With a guy that may or may not take care of it, you know? I feel that. Stop having I'm a big fan of having control over situations and you know, like, I understand, you know, raw dogging in long-term relationships. We've all been there. I don't do that raw dogging shit with strangers. Mm-hmm. I'm not even rooting anymore. I mean, <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. But um, it gets to the point where we do have to acknowledge that there are consequences. They may not all be, you know, top-to-toe negative. But the time you spend buying pregnancy tests, buying Plan B, buying the morning after pill, getting tested... STDs, the emotional confusion you have, then you're blaming yourself, you're blaming Bad, your partner. It's right? just like all this kerfuffle could be avoided. I understand heat of the moment shit, but the way you know metropolitan cities are set up, you have a 7 Eleven nearby, babes. Go get you something. And if you don't want to buy protection in real life, you know, there are online websites to do that. I definitely think though, like, do it. If you want to, but just know it's a category two of dumb bitchery. <laughs> and look, when I when I go back to my long term relationship, I'll be right there with you. You know what I mean? I don't even play those games now. I don't even play them now. because I'm like, you know what? You're gonna be a single dad. Like every time someone, <laughs> this one guy, which by the way, this is rape. So if anyone does this to you, oh, drag gosh. them to jail. This one guy just pulled the condom off like without me realizing and then in the end i was like did you come in me he was like nah you know it's just a he you know what i'm saying oh and it's like so now i have to run around getting all these tests to make sure i don't have chlamydia i don't have gonorrhea i don't you know and then i must run around making sure that i'm not prego and then my period Mm. was two weeks late so i spent Mm -hmm. two weeks wanting to kill myself and threatening Mm -hmm. him that he's gonna Mm -hmm. be a single dad let him know. This guy's a rapper. Like, he's not... You know what I mean? Like, what was I even doing? And it's just like, guys, don't be me. D- that was the last time that I ever played that game, even though I did it against my will. But that was the absolute last time not doing it. It's tricky, because I, I knowingly do things that are not good for me. That's just the way I live my life. Love so it. I understand the temptation. You know, people are looking for excitement in all in all parts of their life. Mm. I totally get it. But the reason why dumb bitch juice exists, because it tastes so good <laughs> in the moment. It's delectable. But, you know, it's high in calories. It's high in sugar. That shit will give you diseases. Diabetes. That shit will give you infections. That shit will ruin your life. That shit will take years off your life, you know? That shit will so kill drink you. As you. Drink as you will. Drink as you might. We're all having our different portions. You know, at the moment, mine's orange juice. Yours <laughs> might be apple. But just know, there are consequences. Oh, not even consequences. There all, there's every action for every inaction and vice versa. Like, life keeps going. It's all a cycle. Exactly. So, I feel for you. How do you feel I mean, about I feel for me. the pull-out method? Is that a dumb bitch I mean, decision? If you know your cycle, like I'm not talking like, oh, I'm sure get my period based on this. No, like, you know, your, your four fucking stages of your cycle. You know what your body feels like and what your body does. You know, it can be used and can be effective. Yeah. But 
the average person is a dumb bitch. It's our community. And I don't think the average person is that um, hip to their cycle like that and shouldn't be taking such a strong risk because of things like pregnancies and STIs. Unless you want a pregnancy or an STI, that's a different story. So, yeah. I just think there are easier ways to get your nut than to risk, like, the consequence or, you know, the action of getting an STI or a pregnancy. Yeah. And all these things you can deal with, but, like, don't you want to spend time doing, like, more dumb bitch shit that isn't, like, detrimental? (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Like, go read some more tarot. Go text that fuckboy back. Exactly. Like, Honestly, <laughs> go on a date with that guy you know is going to waste your time. But, like, mm. don't risk having a child. Like, not a whole child. You a know? whole child. Mm-mm. Mm. We're not with that shit. I think most people will be will continue to be divided on the pull-out method, though, because I did um, query my audience on Instagram about what they thought about the pull-out method. And then it was, it was pretty much half divided with everyone saying, it's a height of dumb bitchery, you hoes are clowns, like, you deserve what you get. <laughs> and the other half saying that it's quite effective, they swear by it, they've used it for the majority of their um, sexual experience or sexual, like, career and haven't had any problems with it. It's very effective. They don't like the feeling of condoms. They're allergic to whatever it might be. Yeah. So it was completely split in half. And that's why, you know, I don't get... You know, I, I do hear a lot of bad feedback about men who, who insist they don't want to use condoms mm. with their female partners. But there are enough women who feel the same way that I know it's not just a men-skewed wow. scenario. And that they might have been in situations where the woman, as this woman has, has insisted that they don't want to use a condom and that they prefer it. And so, you know, being mindful of that makes it a little bit easier to understand why so many men these days think that, you know, it's an option when you meet somebody for the first time. Oh my God. And there are enough men who are like, fuck no, I'm not risking that with anybody. Yeah. But that's also like part of the reason why I refuse to go raw is because Mm. I know that so many men are so, like so many men feel invincible. Mm. But also like men don't have to carry the, the responsibility of I might bring a child into this world. Like why would he care? Like, yeah. he can just fuck off to another continent and, like, you know what I mean? hmm So I just... Yeah, I think... I do think it is the height of clownery. But I say that knowing that I'm also still enrolled in Dumb Bitch University. Oh, babe. You know what I I'm mean? getting my master's. So I am literally... <laughs> I'm about to get my PhD. I have a 4.0. <laughs> so... You know, like it's not judgment; it's just no, observation. Like, I, and I, uh, I do believe that's um, that's a distinction that needs to be made. Like I feel like for the average bitch, I'm not the dumbest, but I definitely, you know, I'm leading an army yeah. of some sort. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I want my host to stay nuanced. Like for every fucking altruistic conventional aligned thing you do you need balance yeah if you can aspire to it you don't need balance you need um you need uh like nuance yeah and you you can't be a nuanced bitch without an element of dumb bitchery and clownery you can't like it's just you need to be able to resonate with your fellow community member and if you're not out here doing dumb bitch shit then there's going to be a superiority thing happening i don't need that i also know come to my level (laughs) that's how i feel too and that's why part of the reason why we're making this episode is because I just feel like a lot of people look to us as like paragons of wisdom and 
enlightenment and like that's just not the case at all i just i don't want this to be a community of people looking up to us for everything no. they aspire to i want it to be a community it's not a cult yet <laughs> yeah we're getting there though <laughs> I want this to be a community where all of you are looking to each other for wisdom. Because honestly, sometimes I'm just scrolling through the Facebook group and I'm like, these hoes are like, these hoes are all online. Like, I swear you guys are the smartest human beings I've ever come across. The amount of times I've screenshotted uh, a bit of advice of over and be like, fuck, I didn't even think that. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I'm like, fuck, like everyone in here is my therapist. And I just Mm -hmm. think that's the beauty of it is that, you know, I also feel like a lot of you guys like DM us with questions, which is very flattering. It is probably a lot more helpful if you just post questions to the Facebook group, because everyone in that group is a fucking philosopher, therapist, physicist, astronaut. Like it's just the smartest Mm -hmm. people on the planet in one group. So reap the benefits, like it's there for you. Like we are just yeah, utilize it. It's your it's your very own resource. Literally, if you feel like it's ever been difficult to get a hold of Bobo and I, because as you know, I'm big on screening messages in 2019. I'm not on. I'm not in the DMs like I used to be. Yeah, and so utilize the resource and get get the advice in the group it's been super super helpful yeah and i've been seeing like you know bonds and connections being made and and you know and, and it's so nice to see that not everybody is just agreeing with each other like yeah. there is some there are some levels to the discussion Such and everyone's like you know, it's so nice so use that and also i think it's important to remind yourselves that the reason why bobo and i have this new art is because we've done dumb bitch shit exactly. and then learn from it <laughs> like this isn't fresh <laughs> We couldn't have had this discussion a few years ago, you know what I Never. mean? Like, like we've been putting in work. Exactly. But that's the thing, like, and that's why I also don't want to be put on a pedestal because once Mm -mm. people put you on a pedestal, you're no longer allowed to be dumb. And I just need all of you to allow me to be dumb in peace with my chest. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, like, life is boring. And then you're going to cancel me for being a, a regular bitch. No, 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 no. No pedestals here. We're all on the same level. We're all learning from each other. Go join the Facebook group. The link is in the description box. Praise be. I told you I'm problematic from day one, so don't check for me. Literally. <laughs> I'm a messy-ass <laughs> emotional terrorist, so that's, that's what it is. Do we have time for one more? Oh, here's one. Go to college. Is university a dumb bitch decision? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Honestly, it is. Okay, no, no, no. Let me let me rephrase that. I just think making decisions or just doing something just because it's what's expected of you, which is why a lot of us, including myself, went to uni. Although with me, there was a little bit of a strategy as far as like infiltrating the fashion industry and needing to go to New York or L.A., But I just feel like a lot of us just go to college because, like, that's what we're told you're supposed to do after high school. But it really doesn't make any sense that you would make such a life-altering decision when you're 18, when you're literally, Mm -hmm. you've been 18 years out the womb and you have another 65 to go. What do you mean? So I just think, like, most people honestly don't need to go to college like you just need to network and do the work 
and figure out what you actually want to do with your life um so for yeah a lot of people college is a dumb bitch decision but i know that a lot of people's argument is that college is where you learn how to critically think and i disagree with that <laughs> because i feel like i didn't learn how to critically think from school not me yeah i feel like i learned how to critically think from engaging with people outside of my thought prison um and a lot of times like schools can be echo chambers go to school for knowledge but don't be attached to the expectation that school will get you your dream job cuz 9 times out of 10 it won't yeah um i don't think that going to college or university is a dumb bitch decision i think going to it with no idea of why you're doing it your yeah. intention your desired result your expectation of the experience because i think in that scenario you guys are going into debt just to hang out on campus <laughs> uh, for a few hours a week you know have raw sex have get alcohol sex. poisoning <laughs> <laughs> and get ptsd and that's not it like that's not a good use of your time or money if you need it as a tool to be accountable and to show up get a job yeah and read a book <laughs> there are other ways to role play listen to know. bobo and flex <laughs> You know? Yeah, honestly, there are other ways to do it than going to college. I understand though, when you're 17, 18, there aren't a lot of resources that encourage you to, to seek out other forms of education aside from college. Because again, most of us are too dumb to even, even fathom right. that there are other ways of living through life. So for them to inundate you with like, oh, you can be what you want. You can be an entrepreneur, you can blah, blah, blah. It's too much. And like you hosts just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think, you know, it's a nice lesson to learn. I feel like, you know, I definitely wouldn't have known the range of what I could do unless I was in that environment, mm-hmm. you know, and, and saw it for what it was. Because, you know, you get FOMO from not going to these things. Right. I dropped out twice or three times-ish, three before the census. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I don't think... Yeah, you just need to know what you want to study and why you want to study it. And if you aren't sure, drop out before the census date. I don't know if they do that in America, but no. here, if you drop out before... A particular date you don't have to you don't have to pay the loan or the debt back wow it just like concept. gets wiped off i'm pretty sure that's how it works anyway someone can correct me if i'm wrong yeah so get out and and also seek advice like <laughs> plenty of people have done it before you so you don't have to go in and just like you know um and figure it out as you go yeah ask somebody who studied the course before you like was it helpful did you learn anything like because i always tell people who want to study pr I didn't learn anything studying PR. I learned it all interning. So don't waste your money. Literally. I didn't learn anything doing fashion business that I didn't already know. Don't waste your money. But somebody might say, you know what? I found studying um, biomedical sciences really helpful because I needed that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Ask questions. Yeah. I mean, I went to business school and I just feel like I learned everything in internships. And no mm-hmm. one ever asked me if I went to school. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nobody really checks that shit out. Yeah, either. like, no one actually gets start making up fuck. degrees. Literally, <laughs> I could literally be out here, like, I went to Harvard. Who's going to check me? Like, who's going to check me? Um, so, yeah, the moral of the story is that it's not a dumb bitch decision to go to college. It's a dumb bitch decision to go to college without introspection, without an intention and knowing why. Yeah, and understanding. Yeah. Basic understanding too. Not just, you know, I read the course 
curriculum outline and that sounded about right no like can you what are your job prospects after this how much money will your starting um salary be exactly how many years do you need to con- commit to this are there jobs in your area do you need to move like these are all things that are gonna matter yeah and, and if you just want to go for the experience and do that and then do some real like bachelor of arts type thing yeah waste your time efficiently like. honestly i would go i love learning and i would I was going to say, I'd go back to school to do like a philosophy degree, but I took so many philosophy classes and they were trash. So there's also something about like academia that sucks the fun out of every single interesting and compelling subject that like I gained so much more just learning philosophy from like reading books and just seeking out resources and asking questions. My most of my philosophical learnings has come from asking people questions on my Instagram story. Like treat mm-hmm. the entire universe as your university and you'll get so much more out of it. Don't aspire to learn with the objective of having a degree. Just aspire mm-hmm. to learn with Honestly, just like the objective of expanding yourself and expanding your worldview. Mm-hmm. And you'll get so much more out of life that way. You know? Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I would love to learn, but I really, really dislike structured learning environments. Same. So, that's why I stay on, on Blinkist. Literally. That's what I keep on forgetting Quora. to tell everyone. When people ask me... Um, you know what I read or like what I listen to to um, improve my worldview. I really, really love using this app called Blinkist. B L I N K I S T. It's essentially uh, a, a book library that amalgamates all these really popular self development, psychology, um, philosophy texts and um, distills it down to its most vital. Um, bits of information that you can read it or listen to it in 15 minutes and you get the whole book oh my god so like it'll tell you like you know how to you know what's that one like the barefoot investor in 15 minutes yeah. like all the ba- all the main points what you need to understand and then a few additional resources and it's all there for you or like bobo says we love quora it's q-u-o-r-a love it. people on the internet ask questions and answer them and the shit's interesting so interesting <laughs> um so yeah, I think that's that on that. If you'd also like to expand your worldview, we have a Bobo and Flex book club, which is accessible through the Facebook group. The link will be in the description box below. And we also have a Bobo and Flex Patreon, where you can also engage in our group chat. You can learn from everyone in the community, and you can just get one-on-one convos with your, t- your with your two faves so yeah guys thank you so much for listening this has been a fun episode to record um let us know what other dumb bitch decisions you feel like we should have touched on um follow us on instagram at bobo and flex catch us on facebook catch us on youtube catch us on patreon and listen in on spotify soundcloud and apple music sending you love bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 